Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Devoted Life Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Tracy. We are so happy that y'all are joining us again this week, and we are just we just have such gratitude for you guys devoting, you know, your time to to tuning into these podcasts. Um, and as we had mentioned last week, uh, we have all of our our website and social media set up. Um, on social media, you could follow us at The Devoted Life on Facebook and The Devoted Life Podcast on Instagram. And you can also support our podcast via PayPal or via our merchandise that we just have put up as of a week ago and also on Patreon. And um, on Patreon, if if you when you do a membership on there, you will get 10% off the merch store. Uh, the ability to ask us um, questions that we will answer on the podcast and then some other fun, maybe like custom content and things like that for y'all. So we hope you guys will enjoy that. Um, This week we're actually talking about walking in discipline and what that looks like as a believer. Uh, But before we actually go into that, um, we actually have a story to tell you guys that happened on Thursday of this week, um, which actually um, relates to last week's podcast theme, which was um, that episode we talked about our supernatural experiences since we've walked with the Lord. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty amazing and pretty powerful story. Um, and um I don't, I won't want to spoil the ending, but it's de- it's definitely supernatural. But um, I'll actually let my husband, uh, I'll let Stephen uh, share it because um, he actually had the interaction with this gentleman, even though we both kind of experienced it. Um, but we were actually um, that night. So Stephen gets home from work, right, and. Um, asked me if it, it, cause we were planned on making a certain thing for dinner and, and we just, he just felt like it'd just be too long and it was a little too, you know, might be too late. And so like, like, why don't we just go out for a bite to eat? You know, we, we live really close to places. And so we're debating where we'd go. And, um, so it's, like I said, this was on Thursday. Uh, we were actually planning on going out for dessert on Friday night. So we actually weren't planning on going anywhere on Thursday, um, and I was kind of debating where I wanted to go. I was like, oh, maybe chicken sounds good. I don't know. And, um, we just, and so we kind of back and forth and we just decided we'd go to this burger place that we like and then have it like some uh, frozen custard dessert after. And, uh, so yeah, so we end up going to this place again, not planned, weren't supposed to go there. <laughs> and, um, we go in and, um, it's kind of, yeah, it's averagely busy, and not too busy, um, but like it is a Thursday evening. Um, and so we go order our food, get our food, sit down, eat, have, you know, nice time, get our dessert, sitting, getting, get ready. To, and then by this time, it's pretty much the place is cleared out. It's just like us and another booth. And then we noticed this gentleman that just kind of came in and seemed like he came out of nowhere right yeah yeah and uh he was dressed he was a little little 
dirty. I would say not, not terribly, but clean cut guy, tall, thin, um, just some nice shoes, just some, some khaki pants, a dress shirt. And that poor guy, cause it's very, very, very hot in Texas right now. It's like been triple digits for months. Right, yeah. Um, and it, this, the whole top of this dress shirt is just absolutely soaked in sweat and he is just right. sweaty. And the best way I can describe this guy is very frazzled and peculiar. That's the best way I can describe him. And so he goes up to the counter and he asks for a cup so he can get some water. And I think he had, we had kind of heard him say something about that he was hungry. Yeah, he had, he had mentioned being, um, he went up and asked for a cup for water. And I, th- I think I had kind of subtly heard him say something about being being hungry. So Yeah. Um, so anyway, obviously we noticed this guy when he walked in and, you know, we kind of really were noticing, you know, his condition and, you know, obviously he needs something to drink and, you know, him saying something about being hungry. Um, the, um, I felt like a pull and, and not like when I've seen people kind of in need where it would pull on my heartstrings and I would feel compassion. I mean, I felt compassion, but I felt this just pull of like, just like we have to do something for this gentleman. And it was really strong. And I don't think I've ever felt anything that strong. And this was different. It was, that's all I can say. And so I, at the booth just started praying to the Lord in my head, not like I have to pray the Lord to do something nice for somewhere to help someone, but I'm just saying, Lord, what, okay, what, what do you want me us to do? You know, like guide it. Like, this is something, this is different. Like, this is a strong pull. And then I noticed Stephen kind of, re, you know, noticing this guy, he keeps looking, looking, looking. Now, Stephen, as we revealed, he has had an activation in the spirit where he has, he can see things in the spirit, you know, in connection to certain people. And so I didn't know if that's why he was noticing this guy, if he was seeing something in the spirit. And so I'm saying, what do you, what, what are you doing? What, what do you look at? What do you, what do you see? And what, like what's happening? And, and he just, he's just no, you know, he, and so I knew he felt something too in that moment. And I said, did he say he was hungry? that he needed something to eat. I said, because if he, if he, and Stephen said, yeah, I think he did. And this guy is sitting in a booth way like on the other side of the restaurant at this point. And I said, well, we need to probably do that. You know, if, you know, that's the case. And so the guy's sitting there drinking his water and he's kind of like talking just like maybe to himself. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like he was off. He was, yeah. Well, like you mentioned, you thought maybe he was. I said, is he, is he praying? Or... I know. I said, is he praying? Yeah. Like, I don't know why I, right. what right. made me say that or think that. It was either that or he was, he was, he was having a, some sort of a conversation, whether he was praying or he was talking, but he was, by, he was by himself. Yeah. So. And then like, by this time, some, a single guy was in the booth behind him. Just maybe he was waiting for it to go order or something. And there was another couple in a, in a, a booth just m- closer to us. And I'm not saying this to be unkind, but I was very aware that those people were not aware of him. They, he, he was pretty much invisible to them. And I was like, huh? Wow. So I just really noticed that. And I was like, and so we, the guy got up and he's walking 
uh, our direction. And I think he's going back up to the counter maybe to ask for food. I think. And then, so when, then the guy, Stephen, I, don't think, I don't think he ever made it to the counter. He didn't. He, he, yeah. So Stephen met him, stopped, right. stood up and, and then he asked him, you know, do, do you need something? Yeah. So if he was, eat? if he was hungry yeah, and, uh, he said that he was. And so, yeah. And so I offered to, you know, I said, well, let's go to the counter and I'll get you a, you know, get you a meal, get you something to eat and get whatever, get whatever you need. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he ordered a meal and I think he got, uh, was an ice cream sandwich or something mm-hmm. because they make ice cream there. So they yeah. make their own ice cream sandwiches. So that that made me chuckle. Yeah. That he, he's like, I have to get one of these. I'm like, never relate to it because it's so hot here right now. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, he got that stuff and I paid for it, took care of it for him. And I gave him the receipt because that's the order number on there because we were actually getting ready to, to we leave. were actually getting ready to leave yeah. at that point. And so, but, uh, so I gave him the receipt and I had his, you know, his number on it so he could get it after we left. And uh, he asked me what my name was. And so I told him my name and um, he, he did ask if we are, we were from that, from this area or something. I think he said, are you guys, are you from, mm-hmm. from here or something? I said, yeah, we live here. And, uh, and uh, so I told him my name and then he, uh, I asked him, I said, well, what's your name? And he said, uh, oh, I'm, uh, I'm Mel Kezedek. Um, and, and he shook, shook my your hand. hand. Yeah. And if anybody knows anything about the Bible right. at all, I mean, mm-hmm. Melchizedek is it's briefly mentioned in what Genesis. I can't remember what what the verse is in Genesis, mm-hmm. but I'll let y'all look that up on your own. But that's not a name that it struck it struck me as so odd because it was like that's not a name you would ever hear Mm-mm. ever. No. I mean, to someone to Mm-mm. name their child Melchizedek, no. Mm-mm. No, um, it's such a rare name. It's only mentioned in the Bible, I think, a few times. I believe again in Genesis, Hebrews, and I believe in Psalms briefly in mm-hmm. a verse in Psalms. Yeah, but uh, maybe I think that's the only places that I can remember. It may be someone else could be wrong, but yeah, but mm-hmm. it's rarely mentioned. But I, I highly recommend everybody look up that specifically in Genesis and do some research on that that name Melchizedek mm-hmm. because, um. It was definitely, um, I didn't know how to explain the feeling I had when, when I heard that name because yeah. it was kind of surreal because I knew that name. And in that moment, I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I was like, why does that name sound familiar? I knew I had heard it before, but it, in, that, in, that, in that moment, because he shook my hand and said, I am this, and he says that name. And, Who? You know, so we... So, <laughs> You know, I gave him, again, we gave him the receipt and then we, and he thanked me, he thanked me for helping him or getting him food. He thanked me for that. Yeah. And so we, we ended up leaving. And then my, at this point, my wife, you know, she didn't, I hadn't told her what he had said yet, the name. So we got in the car and left. And we, I think we got, we basically pulled out of the parking lot. And I said, did you hear what he said his name was? And I think you said, no, you didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. And then I told you. And so... You know, what did you feel in that moment? Well, and then I immediately remembered hearing a portion of a sermon where someone was talking about mm-hmm. how that it's so interesting about Melchizedek because there's no lineage about him. No genealogy. No genealogy. No. Um, he's only mentioned this amount of times. It, this is Old Testament and also pre-Jesus and that a lot of scholars 
believe that that is that that actually is God right. that they're talking. And about I'm not God. saying that that's necessarily the case here, right? But, but that's from what I've read so far yes. because I didn't know a lot about that right. name and who that person was. So I, I'm still kind of digging into yes. that myself. Yes. So I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend people look into that on yeah. their own because. Don't, you know, don't quote me. No, I'm still right. Myself. But that's a lot you do. And right. I've actually heard, you know, where right. um, people have taken deep dives in that. Right. And, and kind yeah, of I did said, that. Um, and they, and they'll, and they would kind of t- talk about the specific passages of scripture and saying what this actually, this is, you know, means and uh, the, you know how they break it down when they really dive dive deep into it so it's really interesting that that's the first thing that came to me i knew that that's where i'd heard that name um obviously the just the extreme rarity of that name and then as soon as we pulled into our the um, parking lot of our complex and we're just sitting there and it's almost like we're sitting there and we're processing what just happened because of just so many elements of like, we weren't even supposed to be there and it was pretty much empty that place, except by, the, and, by that point. Yeah. yeah. And just, and again, and other things too, personal things like the season we've just been in and I don't know. And just like prayers that I prayed to the Lord right. about supernatural experiences and that I've asked about, you know, um, anyway. So, and as we're sitting there, I'm just getting so, I was like so overcome that I just started to cry. And I just said to Steven, I said, like you, and I, all I could say is, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. Like, and I, I was just weeping. And I said to Steven, you know, that, that just, that wasn't just random. That wasn't just a normal random thing of a person that just happens to have this weird name from the Bible. Like, you know that. And he goes, no, I know. And I, so lit- and the next thing that came to my mind was the verse from Hebrews. Well, you know, we had, we had submitted that to a couple of different people that we respect. You yeah. Know, my like spiritual mom. And then our pastor yeah, from our home church. Pastor from where we, yeah. where we used to go to before we moved here. Mm-hmm. And uh, they both pretty much had the same feelings yeah. on it. Yeah. On what had happened. Yeah. You know, so Hebrews 13, 1 and 2 says... Right, so if you if you look at Scripture in Hebrews, it says... It's Hebrews 13, uh, verse 1 and 2. And it says, Keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. Yeah. So you think about that. Yeah. And that's the first thing that came in tonight. Right. Yeah. And both I those mind. people we submitted that to felt that that's what Same had happened. Thing. Yeah that I basically shook hands with an angel. Yeah. Um, again, I highly recommend people go, go look into that, Milk that name and yeah. that, and that in, in, in scripture. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can form your own conclusion from that. So, yeah, but, but I think in that scripture, when it, you know, it's saying what it says, I said, it's really important how you treat people, especially strangers. I mean, you don't know. Yeah. It says yeah. right there. I'm um, in scripture, you entertaining yeah. angels without realizing it. It's true. So you gotta you think about yeah. that how you treat strangers and how you treat people that maybe that society looks down upon mm-hmm. or maybe doesn't treat like yes yeah you know, don't treat well like because from his outward appearance he, he appeared like he may have been homeless I don't know I'm not saying that he necessarily was but mm. he could have been yeah um, but he was definitely you know considered I guess less fortunate by 
I guess, by society standards, mm-hmm. but um, that's why it's it's always important how you, you know, how we treat people in those in those instances because you never know what you're entertaining, you know. Yeah, and you know we we know like um, as far as you know what angels do. You know, angels are sent by God. They can't. They don't just do things of their own accord. Like they are sent on assignments from the Lord. Um, right. And so, and they're usually messengers or helpers to us. Um, and I was saying to my spiritual mom, and I was sharing this with her yesterday, I said, you know, it's so crazy, but he didn't, obviously he didn't have a message, but I said, I think the experience was the message. Right. I think that's exactly what it was. Right. And just, just how, you know, and also that can be, I guess it could be a test of the Lord. You know, how do you treat people? Do you walk? Do you show people my heart? Right. Do you show people the heart of Jesus? And well, do you I mean, treat it's, them? it's easy to, you know, we can walk through our, our daily life and say, oh, I'm Christian or I'm this or I'm a disciple of this or, you know, whatever label you put on yourself as a believer, you know, but it's easy to put the label on. But do you do people actually see that when yeah. they see you? Mm-hmm. Do they see that? Yeah. It's easy to say I'm this, but do you actually live that? Yeah. Well, words are meaningless without action. Right. You know, I mean, anyone can say anything, right? Um, And so, yeah, I was just, again, submitting that to my spiritual mom and just telling her that. And I said, you know, and just that name. I said, because also what's their job? Their job is to point us to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so just him saying that name did that because of what that, that a lot of people think that 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 name right the first thing, God. the first thing I did when we got here yeah. we even got a car I said I'm looking that up yes yeah so I knew it her name but you know I don't know yeah. that part of scripture especially mm-hmm. some of the Old Testament um as well yeah so I immediately looked that up yeah because I knew it was in the Bible I just couldn't remember what it, what what it meant or what it was about so yeah um and it's just so cool how the Lord will bring things back to your memory so quick of like, oh, I heard this one time and this, you know, and this someone gave a word about this, you know, a little bit and kind of did a, did a deep dive in it and broke that down. And then obviously, you know, the thing about, you know, angels and then like the our home pastor, same thing. He just was like, wow. He said, I think you enter, you know, you entertain an angel and he gave us Hebrews 13, one through two. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the first thing I thought of too. And so just having that confirmation. And, and in the moment when I told my spiritual mom, she's very prophetic. Like she is so, I mean, she just is yes. so prophetically gifted. Um, I mean, she can see in the spirit. I mean, she's just, she's just a, a mighty woman of God. Um, she, when, in the minute I said that name, she got so hit in the spirit. She just, she said it was like wave after wave after mm-hmm. wave going through her body. Yeah. And, and as she, this is, and I could feel the residual of that. It was going through my body too. And that hadn't happened yet. I mean, I wept and stuff, but, um, and I was like, Ooh, wow. You know, that's when the Holy spirit, you know, moves like that. And she also pointed out something really interesting too. She said, well, should let's just say it was just a, a random thing that just was a guy with this name. She says, I just don't believe that the Holy Spirit would hit you like that. It would, you would feel physically, yeah. And you would physically feel that he, she said, 
and that's always also how you know, you know, when you're, you know, the Holy Spirit is kind of prompting and, you know, and you're feeling things. Yeah. That's, that's part of our, you know, giftings and, and tools that they give, you know, the Lord gives us to be able to discern and, you know, and all that. And, and it just, and it, and it goes even, you know, beyond the feeling too. It's just, you just sit there and you just have that knowing you just, you know, that, you know, that, you know, you know, I, I can't explain it if other people have experienced this and they will know what I'm talking about, but right. yeah. And it just, yeah. And, and then when it stays with you too, again, like we talked about last week, when some of these, when you have these supernatural experiences, no matter what they are, whether, whether prophetic words, the Lord speaking visions, dreams, like whatever, you're so changed after like we walked into that burger place one way and we left a different way. Right. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. It, I mean, so it was what a few days ago now. And, and uh, I was even telling, you know, pastor that we had, that I'd submitted that to that from that church where we came from that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, it's been two days now and it's still like, it's like still like fresh in my mind. It's like, cause it was, it's like, I just say, it's just on my mind. You know, I can't, for, it's not like I'm going to forget about it. And I've even written mm-hmm. the whole thing out. So yeah. You know, so I don't forget details, you know, late, you know, five years down the road or something, because it was a pretty uh, profound moment, you know? Yeah. Well, my spiritual mom was saying, she goes, well, she said, um, she said, I believe an impartation happened, you know, when Stephen shook his hand, because how could it not? You know, this is, this is a divine being, you know, from heaven. Right. You're some, you're, you're literally I mean, she said so, and then she she just said for him to not be surprised if he gets more visions and dreams from the Lord after that, right. um, and all that, and um, and then she had a story that her dad entertained an angel when she was a kid, and um, and she, yeah, and and how they knew like that was an angel because after he fed him and he walked out his door, and then he her dad turned around to get a coat and, and went to look right. And then he was gone. And she said there was not enough time for that guy to have gone out somewhere to not. Um, so, yeah, so it was, it was really interesting to hear people give us feedback about that and then get basically feel the same things in the spirit and, and all that. But yeah, that's so crazy how we just talked about supernatural experiences right, last week. Right, and then yeah. we just mm-hmm. have a, this one. Yeah. So I, I love how the Lord, you could just think you're going to do something just so normal and no, like just, whatever get a burger and then, and he can, I tell you that is, that is what I say. It's exciting because God can move at any time, right. anywhere for any, I mean, just it's when he feels like it's needed and necessary, yeah. you know? And I, I just love that. I love that about our Lord that he does that. And I'm just, I'm just like, see, just when you think it's like, oh, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm going to get a burger and some frozen custard. Oh, no, you're not. You're going to meet an angel tonight, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay. But um, so, yeah. So that, like we said, was pretty profound and um, powerful. And uh, um, so, as I said before, this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, walking in discipline and what that means and what that looks like 
for us for us as yeah. as believers. And I always look at it this way: like this is kind of how I've personally, when I had to understand what that meant, I really love the scripture, and I I didn't write down exactly what scripture this is, but I love the 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 verse that speaks about it is no longer I who live, but is Christ who lives in me. Um, that's, that is just such a, a good starting point, I think, to really understand why when you accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, not just saying, oh, I believe in God, but he's the Lord of your life. Right. When he's the Lord of your life, and I mean in all areas mm-hmm. of your life, you submit to him. Your life is meant to serve him. It's not, it's not your life yours anymore. anymore. Yours. Right. And the reason we do, why do we do this? Well, we do this because no matter what we could do would never be enough for what he's already done for us. Right. For what he gave. Well, like I was talking about earlier, I said, I can't remember how, I, how it was worded, but um, when people ask you, you know, why you're doing something, why you're, why you do that. It's, and then it, it's really easy for me to, to say why, you know, I'm not, it's, I don't need to defend the Bible. I don't need to defend God because those don't need defending. Yeah. I tell them what God did for me. This is why I'm doing this. God did these things for me, took me out of these things, mm-hmm. you know, whether, you know, all Delivery. the things that I struggled with yeah. and what I came out of. And we, you know, we said what we, we'll talk about our testimonies at some point, but, uh, that's the best, the best way to explain why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. No one can refute what God did for you. It's like, yeah. you know, you're this way before God and now I'm this way. And the only difference was him being in my life. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's, what is it, you know, where they say that, you know, you know, and we always say anyone can say anything. And that's why I don't even, and I know we both kind of feel this way. We don't really even like saying we're believers. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with it. But I, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. Like, no, I'm, I'm a follower and I'm a, I'm a disciple of Christ. I'm a soldier in God's army. Like I, yeah. I'm in this. I mean, I am sold out for the Lord. Right. Like, we think about That's, the word discipline. It's got disciple in it. Right? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and I always, I always kind of, and I guess I don't think a lot of people think about this, you know, when, when it's, oh, I believe it's, you hear a lot of people, oh, I believe in God, but then they're living, you know, a whole lot of whatever and not, not, not judgment, just observation. Right. Right. You, yeah. You do yeah. see that. I mean, I grew up around that. Yeah. Too, so. And it's like, hmm. And I, and then, so I say, well, you know, even the demons believe. Even, even, even the devil believes. Even Satan believes in God. You I mean, know, you know, so I don't want to be even. I think we we mentioned that before right. in the last podcast. Like, I don't want to be even with demons. Right, yeah. I don't want to be just like right at that. No. Saying you believe doesn't really say a no. lot. And, you know, no. my personal opinion. But. No, it's just you, you're laying down your life because of what God did for you. Right. Um, and that, and, you know, and that leads to what transformation Cause right. that's the point of the thing. We're supposed to become more Christ like because we're right. Christ followers. Right. right. So 
we, you know, we die to self, we crucify our flesh. We, you know, yeah. we do all these things to try to look more like. Right. And we'll never achieve that, but no. that's the goal to look more that way. And you, and you pray that Lord, give me your mind, give me your heart, you know, like, you know, right. um, well, that's why I say when people see you, they, that's what they should see. They should see that. Yeah. You shouldn't have to necessarily say it. No, but yeah. Well, your life should, well, what are we? We're your life his, should, your life should yes. portray that. Yes. yes. Well, and what are we, we're his representatives on the earth. Yeah. There, there's a responsibility that comes with mm-hmm. that. That's like, that's a, that's not something that we feel like you should take lightly. There's a responsibility there. Yeah. And, and how you does. steward I think it, that. I think and, sometimes it does get taken for granted. I think people just kind of flippant about it. I and they're kind of flippant about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just, Oh yeah, I believe in God. And that's just kind of where it ends for them. Yeah. It's so much more than that. It is. Um, and then like we say, you know, we, you know, we talk about the transformation, you know, and that's when, you know, you see fruits of the spirit, you know, start right. coming, um, in, yeah. into you as a person and how you can, right. um, display those characteristics yeah i mean if you if you say i believe then you should there's there should be fruit i mean you should be able Mm -hmm. to see that yeah yeah um and i also love and i know we've heard this i mean our home pastor has said this and we've heard a lot of mighty men of god speak on this about about how um spiritual maturity is is tied to obedience not time yeah i mean and you see you that's a that's actually a pretty profound statement because it's true because I've, you can see people that have been, you know, they say they've been, Oh, I've been going to church or saved for 40 years. But you, if you saw them outside of church, you wouldn't know that. Right. Um, but then, you know, I've come across people that have been saved a year or two, three years that you think they'd been saved for 25, 30 years. Right. They just, the, just the way they carry themselves and in, in what they, what they produced, you know, I mean, are you a 40-year 40 40 uh, Christian, but the, all you've been doing is warming a church pew? I mm-hmm. mean, is that what, has that yeah. been your Christian life, just warming, warming a seat? Yeah. You know? Well, and that's, you know, and honestly, that's been our experience, you know, because we don't, not everyone we meet knows our testimony, of course. Right. And not mm-hmm. everyone knows how long uh, we've been, you know, actually, you know, saved. Um, so that's very, that's always... Uh, fun <laughs> when people find that out because the reactions are shock. Right. They're they're shocked. They're like, "What? Like you're right. kidding?" Like, which to me, I mean, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's it's great to have people's reactions because it's a, it's a good reaction, but yeah, it's kind of sad. It's almost sad in a way because it's like, is the bar that low? That low. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that be. just it shouldn't. Um, but you know, that's the thing too is you know when when you you just run, you don't even walk, you run with the Lord. And, and he, I don't know. And you're just so, you're so yielded and so surrendered that he can accelerate things with you. He can take you farther, faster because you're saying not my will, your will, Lord. That's that obedience and that discipline, you know? Yeah. And you're yielded and you're just saying, okay, I'm mold me Lord. Right. You know, uh, I'm the clay, you're the potter, do, you know, do what you gotta do. Yeah. yeah. And, and is that process pleasant all the time? No. <laughs> well, no, there's no, we've, you know, you've, I've heard many people say this and it's, you know, worded many different ways where, you know, growth never happens in the comfort zone. 
No. I mean, think about it, if you're comfortable and things are easy, then you're really probably not growing any. Yeah. Growth comes through, you know, trials and errors and mistakes and yeah. learning. And, you know, we use that analogy, you know, I don't know how many people here have seen that movie, that show Forged in Fire. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that as an analogy, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Every Christian that I know that's been a Christian for any amount of time has gone through a, a you know, a tough season or a hard season, you know. Yeah. And you think about the move, the the series Forged in Firewall. If you take a in the beginning of the the show, they're taking a a random raw piece of steel that has no shape. You know, it's just a piece of steel, no shape to it, no no strength to it. But through hammering and fire and heat and more hammering and grinding and shaping and and then finally in that last stage. Your your um, heat treated and and the, the heat that we have to it's glowing hot and they dip it in oil, mm-hmm. yeah. Which what tempers the steel, what makes it strong. Yeah. So the finished product coming from the beginning, it's just a piece of metal. Then the finished product is a sharp, strong weapon of yeah. weapon. Yeah, weapon. Yeah. You know, and and a lot of people like we we talk about and there's there's a really amazing author. Uh, her name is Lisa Bevere, and she actually use sword that swordsmithing as an analogy for an example for her book girls with swords and it's fabulous i highly recommend um -hmm. that um and her her husband john bevere has amazing books too they're just so they're powerhouses they're just so they have just i mean just pick a book by me yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) they they have many um Yeah. yeah they're so good um but but and, and so we do, you know, have examples of that. And and when we talk about that with our other, you know, believing friends, they're like, "Whoa, that's that's so true. That's so exactly like what that feels analogy, like. Yeah. It is yeah. um, because what is the Lord doing? He's shaping us. He's molding us. He's trying to again forge you into a weapon. And I don't mean weapon in a bad way, but a no. weapon to be weaponized, basically." to advance his kingdom right here on the earth. Mm-hmm. And, and that is also, you know, that's, you know, in through, a good way, you're strengthened. Yes. Through, strengthened, yeah. Right. Through saving of souls, through salvations, you know, to bring people to the knowledge of Christ and, but also for, you know, spiritual warfare and, right. and, and how to, to, you know, war, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the spirit and just, there's so many things. And, and it really is like, you're becoming a soldier. You know, yeah. he's equipping you. There's an equipping there. There's a training. There's it's like a boot camp. Well, you yeah, know, you really... think about you think about, you know, going through boot camp. Yeah. Okay, in the beginning when you first go to boot camp, you don't know anything. You're undisciplined. Yep. You have no training. You're out of you're maybe not probably not in the best shape, um, physically. Mm-hmm. But once you go through boot camp, you learn all the stuff, you learn how to shoot, you learn discipline, you learn how to march, you're better shape. Um you come out on the other side, a totally different person. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and then also, you know, the other, there's also a purification process, mm-hmm. you know, that comes through that fortification in order to become strong. You have to get that in the impurities, well, right? That's part of that. Yeah. When we talked about the forge and fire, we know when they're yeah. heating up the heating up the steel, that's to mm-hmm. burn off impurities is what it does. That's the point of that. And yeah. of course it softens this little seal. So it can be molded as well. So, yeah. So it, I don't know, it's just a really, I don't know, I love that. I love that analogy. And I know we've, we've referenced that and kind of <laughs> talked about that a lot. And 
I mean, in general, in our walk, but I think definitely this season we're in right now, we definitely feel like it's a forged in fire season. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and as we know, growth is never comfortable. It, right. it, it's when the Lord is trying to grow you and stretch you, it, it, it's painful. Right. It, it's it's not pleasant. It's but, really not. But yeah, but, you know, we've even talked about that, you know, going through it when you're going through it. You know, you may not understand it. It may not make sense to you. You may be sitting in your... Daily encounter, say, God, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You know, you because you we don't we can't understand because we can't see what's on the other side of what only God sees. Yeah, He's not going to tell us everything. No, there's a reason He doesn't tell you everything where He's taking you because, as like I've said before, <laughs> if God tells you everything, what are we going to do? We're going to mess it up. Mm-hmm. We're just goof it up. So He only yeah. uses bits and pieces. So, um, well, and. I think also that's the point of walking in faith. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. knew everything that was coming, that's then you're not walking in faith. Right. That's not faith then. No, because, it's not faith at all. Right. Because then I, and I know we, I think again, we've probably just referencing these things we've referenced before, but they're just powerful. Um, some months ago, our pastor here um, was gave a word and he talked about, you know, when you walk in faith, it, you, you never are going to get certainty. No. But you're going to have clarity, right? right? Um, because if you have certainty, that's not walking in certainty faith. Certainty is not faith. No, it's not. So Because if you know everything that's going on, you don't need to have faith. Then. Right. Because, yeah. well, I already know what's going to happen, so I don't need to yeah. I don't need to have faith in it. Yeah. Because I already know. Yeah. And that's something we really learned, too. Yeah. We we learned that that was what the Lord was really showing us, too, in, in this harder season, is that he wasn't cluing us in. He wasn't telling us every little step. And, and, you know, and he was like, it was almost like you could, you got in the impression that, that him being the loving father, he is trying to teach his children like loving, but stern. Right. <laughs> well, and, and it's like, and I, cause I know we were laying in bed one night and I said, since we're collectively not hearing anything and that's really rare that that happens, but we both were not hearing anything. And I said, I think the reason we're not hearing anything is because he wants us to step in faith every day without knowing. Right. He's saying, will you step? Even if you don't know, right. will you still yeah. do that? Yeah. Like this, do I need to hold your hand or are you going to step out in faith? Right. Yeah. And I, I was telling my spiritual mom um, yesterday, I said, it is like the training wheels, like the, the parent taking the training wheels off the bike and and you see how far you'll go without right and and that you're but you're looking back and saying but no i need you to hold the i need but father i need you to hold this the seat for me i need you to hold it right and he's like no you don't but if you just keep pedaling that bike you'll turn around you realize that nobody's been holding you that you did it all on your own yeah because you had faith yes yeah so i don't know it's just it's fun like i said all these like little little you know mini revelations or or just kind of aha moments that you get and and you kind of get it and you understand and something clicks and it's Mm -hmm. it's good even if you don't have the whole puzzle because we never will he'll give us little pieces when we need it but it i don't know it's interesting it's just it's interesting and it's fun and it's exciting and is the process fun <laughs> sometimes? No. no. Is it worth it? Yes. But is process unpleasant sometimes? Yes, very much so. Um, you know, and, and aside from that faith, you know, and, and, and just trust, believing God, you know, trusting that he's a good father, you know, and, and just, I don't know. It's like, you know, what's the word tell us about God? You know, it, it, all of that is true. 
you know, he, he'll never mm-hmm. leave us. He'll never forsake us. He won't let us down. Right. Um, you know, and that I think sometimes when we're going through these seasons that it's so, and you hear a lot of times people say, you know, proclaim the word, proclaim the word of the Lord. Like what's the word say about him? You know, proclaim those truths, yeah. you know, and, and just do that. Pro- and, and if you, I mean, just prophesy the word. I mean, I don't know. It just, and sometimes just by doing that, I think that, you know, right. that, that stirs, you know, stirs up your faith because, you know, that's the rock we stand on, you know, is the word of the Lord. And, um, and it's, it's the truth, you know? So I don't know. It's almost like, that's why it's so important to be in the word because it's a constant reminder of the yeah. promises of God and his truth. And it's so necessary, especially when you're in the hard seasons to be reminded in, in, you know, in the renewing of your mind, you know, it tells us, right. um, but, um, and one of the other things, you know, that I think we learned in the previous season was for you, the Lord really, really, really put strongly on your heart, um, talk to you about pride, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. and how we say, you know, when we talk about, you know, this, this acceleration and, and growth and things like that, 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 um, you know, pride will stunt your spiritual growth yeah it's like a it's a separator from um so many things for for god to really move and to be able to um because pride is so it's 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 uh it's sneaky right it's uh it's very self it's Mm self-deceiving most people that are prideful don't even know that they are being prideful because that's how deceptive pride is. Yep. You know, they're usually the first one to say, Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not prideful like those other people, but yeah, just well, in that statement alone, that's pride. That's pride. That's yeah. pride right there. You know, that's how easily pride can come in in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we talked about, like you mentioned, you know, having an attitude of pridefulness, it is, is kind of acts like a sort of spiritual prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will bring, it will kind of halt, that, you know, that freedom to grow in God, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Well, because I think you got to think what's a, you know, w- there are certain things that are necessary to, to, it's a heart posture. Right. And, and one of the biggest ones, and I mean, this is something that you see through I mean, constantly in the Bible and tells us about humility mm-hmm. and that's the opposite of pride right. is to be humble. Right. So if right. you're not, in walking in humility, that in and of itself is a block because that's such a, that is a requirement to, you know, for God to really be able to move in your life and, and, and to take you where he needs to take you because, uh, yeah. So that's, that's a pretty, uh, interesting. Yeah. Pride's a, pride's, runs more rampant than most people think. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk about how blinding it is, you know, pride will, it'll be the point where it'll blind you so much so that you can't see it, but everyone around you can clearly see it, mm-hmm. but you can't. Yep. That's how deceptive pride is and how, how strong it can actually be. It's true. And, um, 
And I always think that's so interesting when the Lord gives you something in a previous season where he really highlights something and he puts something on your heart. And it, and it always is something that will be helpful, you know, to you walking because it's not like, you know, no matter how disciplined you are or how, you know, you're trying to really crucify your flesh and die to self and like do all these things, you know, for the Lord to be able to, to grow you. But even the best of us, you Uh know, fall victim to having some pride. I mean, everyone does because it, and I said, it's so, and like, it's so, (laughs) pride is so sneaky and it can be so subtle that it's not like hammer you over the head, obvious. Uh And you're like, and you have to sit and, you know, and I think that's where the discernment of, of, you know, and self-awareness of like, really being able to, because what they say, like, it's easy to discern others and other in the spirit right. and stuff, but sometimes it's really hard for us to discern ourselves. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. And, and how you have to sit and go and you just, and you'll be like, it could just, again, just be something so subtle and so not obvious. And if you actually sat and you kind of were in prayer or whatever, and you're like, Whoa, that actually was pride for like a minute. Right. You, you want to know how deceptive pride is. You think about what casts Satan out of heaven. Yeah. Pride. It was pride. Mm-hmm. That was the first sin. Right. I mean, really? if you, if you read the word, it shows you that, pride. you know, really Satan's effectiveness as a, as our actual enemy. If you're, if you know, if you're struggling with something and you're constantly struggling and you're having like pushback, you're not making progress. Sometimes we look at that. Maybe there's maybe there's some pride in our life that we don't want to admit that's there. You know, sometimes Satan's effectiveness as as an enemy is you know predicated on that pro- a problem within our hearts, and sometimes that's pride. Mm-hmm. We don't want to admit that we're doing something wrong. We or or oh, I can get through this. I, I can I can do this on my own. And instead of giving it to God, that's pride. Yeah, thinking you can do it on your own. Yes. Yeah. You know. Well, and I think. You know, in, in early on in this new season, we actually had pride in certain instances that we didn't. We didn't know. We didn't know in the moment, though. We 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 really didn't identify it in the moment, and then we once we're kind of removed. And I said, "That's what that that right. actually was pride," yeah. mm-hmm. and us not fully relying on God, like we were being prideful saying, oh, we're going to handle it. We're going to, it's going to be of our own strength. Right. Right. And then that's also where that trust comes in or lack of trust, you know, on God. Well, yeah, it's even as much as like, you know, when we first came down here, you know, in our own head or our own ideas of how things were going to be. Yeah. You know, that was us thinking that. Yeah. God never said those things. No. You know. No. And then it's interesting too, when, when you kind of, you, you, it's like you, you kind of default to old, like old, an old habit or an old way of like, oh, I'm just going to fall back on this or whatever, instead mm-hmm. of fully relying on God, even yeah. though it's scary. Um, and it's almost like he's so patient with us right. and he's, he loves us so much in that patience he has. And he's just saying, you can just almost get the impression that he's saying, please learn, right. stop doing this. Right. Like this Even, is why it's going like this. Know, I've had because... to have that conversation. I was a yeah. conversation with God, and, you know, in my, in my pain encounters or my time of prayer, you know, 
basically had to almost repent yes. for, for some things like we that. Yeah. You, you know, yep. hey, I'm sorry, I haven't been very disciplined, you know. And even in that, God still loves us, but he's also like, okay, how many times are you going to do this before yep. you learn? Mm-hmm. You know, like that stern father, you know. Yep. You're going to keep going through this until you learn, Yeah, you know. But his patience is just, oh, yeah. I mean, his pay. well, there's, I mean, there's a reason why he's got. Always faithful, always patient, uh, yes. no matter what we're I mean, doing. It's right. just, it's, it's just, it obviously, you know, he's unmatched and all those things. And yeah. it's just, it's beyond far what we even deserve, you know, his patience right. to that level. Um, it, it's, it's. But, you know, and then when you kind of come out of it, you do, you're like, well, that's a cycle. Right. That's something we kind of did over and over. And I said, and that's, we're not relying on God. Right. No. We are falling back on things that were familiar or like, oh, it's something that's comfortable. So uh-huh. it, that's, and it'll be fine. But then he's like, well, no. And the reason it, all of these ha- things happened as a result of you doing that, if you had trusted me right. and lent, and were leaning solely on me, you would have avoided right. all those and then things. You would- all those hard things you went yeah. through that were harder than they needed to be what? It was because you didn't, yes. you didn't have faith in yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been a, like a big learning Same. thing for me is, <laughs> is like definitely expanding my faith, you know, and trust, and you know, even though you, Oh, I had faith, you know, we moved down here to do this thing. And, mm-hmm. but I still had to repent for that because yeah. I didn't have, I had faith in that in coming down here and do what God called us to do. But also, lacked faith in other areas. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was necessarily just straight lacking. I think it's that, uh, it's just one of those things, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of pride there. You know, it's like, Oh, I need to take care of this. I need to do this instead of saying, yes. God, I can't do this without you. Right. Like I got nothing. Like I don't right. know what to do. And if um, we had done that, yeah, like it would have been that maybe, maybe that rough season we went through would have been a lot shorter. Right. Well, it would have been, yes. I mean, you can look back on it now and say, if we had done these things, mm-hmm. And giving yeah. it to God like we should have in the beginning, yeah. Then the uh, forged yeah. in fire season, as we call it, <laughs> may not have been as rough, you right? Know? Well, and you know, and even though you know, even in that, we still come out of it. And obviously, there are things that the Lord taught you that He showed you in mm-hmm. that oh, that yeah. He wants you to learn. So nothing, even even no, if I'm it's thankful pain, for everything that went through because it definitely was something I can, you know, you come out. Everything you go yeah. through, you can also use that to help others too. So it's true, even even in your your failures and your struggles. Because I because I messed up learning, and didn't have yeah. that faith like I should have. Had maybe there was yeah. some pride there. Sometimes you learn the most. If I see somebody else going through, I say, you know, okay, you, yeah, you know, you can help people with that because you know. So I think that, and we always come out of it and we say, well, what did we learn in this? Right. What did the oh, Lord show there's us? Always, what did there's He always teach us? Learn. There's always something to learn. Like we never come out, you know, jaded. And say, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't learn anything. No, we we never have that heart posture ever. It's like you can always learn something. And if you don't oh, think, yeah. and then if you don't think you can, okay, that's pride. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Check yourself because that's pride. When you say, I, I don't got, I can't, I'm not, I didn't need to learn like, nothing. Run up in to this. the next altar call. Yes, run. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that's just interesting too, you know. And even in that, and then the Lord also will always use that to. Um, I mean, He always gets the glory at the end of the day, no matter what it looks like, um, you know, he's still, you know, he's still faithful and he's still patient and he's still so kind to us Mm -hmm. far beyond what we again, deserve. Um, 
and that's a constant reminder too. You're like, wow, like, look, like he never, you know, he was always, you know, bringing provision and providing. And even if it wasn't, again, the way you thought it was going to look like, you know, he's like, you know, I didn't tell you exactly what it's going to look like. I told you I'd bring it, but I, you know. Well, you, you had, like I said, you have that idea in your head how it's going to look, but then, you know, God's over here like, I never said that. Yeah. That was you. I didn't (laughs) ever say it. It was going to be your imagination or whatever. Yeah. Um, You didn't ask me. You just assumed. No. And that's the thing too. We had to learn. I'm like, we, we hadn't asked him. We didn't ask him, Lord, what do you want? Where do you want us to, you know, what's this look like? Like, where do you, do you want us to go this way or that way? Right. Um, and not saying he has to, again, hold your hand or speak to every little thing. Cause sometimes he just, he wants you to step and believe no matter what. Right. But in certain things we did, rec- you know, really recognize that we didn't ask we didn't pray about it. We didn't ask him, Lord, do you want us to do this? Right. And if we did, we felt a stop in our spirit or a no or, you know, whatever, then we would obviously course correct it. But we didn't do that. Right. You know, we were just in panic. I think mode. it's, I think it's that, that's the you know, whole, you know, the flesh thing. You, you get yourself into a situation where you're, you get a little stressed out about something. Or, well, and then you're in panic mode. You're going to get in panic mode about something yeah. and then you don't take the time to you make a poor yeah. decision because mm-hmm. you didn't take the time to consult the Lord about it. Yeah. And, and that's where you take that detour and it's a lot longer than it should have been because you didn't ask mm-hmm. God, you know? Yeah. And that's stuff we've definitely learned. Yeah. And even in that, you know, we, we also found that it did expose some things obviously about ourselves and yeah. what we needed to do, how we needed to grow and trust and, and, and reliance and, on the Lord and just that faith. Yeah. Um, but also with relationships uh-huh. um, and, and just, you know, what that actually looked like. There was some revealing of the true foundations of some things that we right. were probably deceived by. We really didn't see it for what it was. No. And in the, that, the Lord revealed and exposed some things, um, which, yes, were painful, but were very necessary. So right. we were not being deceived anymore. It was like, oh, okay, this is this. Then it wasn't going, what I thought it was. Right? No. and that, But then going forward, again, we know how to pray. We right. know oh, what yeah. to pray, how to intercede, what to pray yeah. against, what mm-hmm. to, you know, war and prayer for um it's just it's all very useful and helpful even if it doesn't feel the best yeah but it's you know it 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 can you know be there can always be a positive even in the pain you know of something yeah um and we believe god though i mean we believe god will um if it's his will you know, and, and, and he, you know, and, and, but then again, people have free will. He can't force anyone, you know, some people, they have to come to a place of their own growth and their own yeah. repentance and like whatever to get, get, get to where they need to right. be. Well, and it's, it's just one of those things where it's, it's, it's you know. no matter what we want, it's not our time. It's, it's God's time. And yeah, God has a plan for them. Those you know, people. those relationships yeah. with those people and that'll get rectified at some point. Yeah. That's never good. It's not our time, you know? No, no. So, but we believe, you know, we, we believe God will, you know, do that. Um, and, um, 
so yeah, it's, it's, it's always very interesting. Um, um, in that it's, uh, always a learning and a growing right. process for sure. And the best thing I can tell people just from my own experience is like, even in the hard times and in, in those seasons, like I call it the forged and fire season, but that's mm-hmm. just what I call it for myself. But whatever season, rough season you're going through is the remain, remain faithful and stay on that narrow road. Yep. I mean, yep. no matter how tough it seems, believe me, it will save you a lot of headaches, mm-hmm. a lot of headaches and the road will be a lot shorter. Just, just remain faithful and disciplined and stay on that narrow road. Yeah. And don't try to take a shortcut or yeah. think you, you're going to. You're not lean on your own understanding. Trust no. me. No. <laughs> don't do it. It will not work out. It won't. No. Nope. Trust. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Yep. Won't got the hat. Do, don't want to do that. Got the again. button. <laughs> we got the whole merch for that. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I think, I think that's about all we had for, for this, this episode. I mean, we covered everything. Um, and again, we just thank you all so much for tuning in week after week. We're, we're just so thrilled that, um, people are connecting with this podcast and and that's always been our hope, you know, for that from day one. Right. We always, we always hope that somebody gets something out of this. Um, yeah, that's, that's our goal in in this is to help others. So, yeah. Um, so next week we're going to be talking about the topic of spiritual busyness and that's a fun one. Yeah. And that's another one that, that it's kind of, um, it sounds positive and and it can be, but on the flip side, it can also be unhealthy and be a negative. It's, it's a definitely it's yeah. it's all about healthy balance right. um and we're just going to kind of talk about our experience with that and mm-hmm. you know and examples we've seen of that on you know an unhealthy side and what we've experienced and then a healthy side and kind of how the Lord's yeah. shown us elaborate on more yeah. yeah what those look like um but that'll be that'll be interesting to kind of get into and um again and like i say i said last week um just let us know how we can be praying for y'all um, and what you might need prayer for, whether you want to leave it in a comment, if you're comfortable with that on social media, you can private message us or you can um, email us and our email is connected on all our social media. Yeah. Um, just, we would love to do that. We would love to add you all to our prayer list and be praying anything you need prayer for. So we love you guys. And we thank you again, just for taking the time to join us and tune in. And we just are so blessed uh, just to be able to share and do this. And we will see you all next week. Have a blessed one. Bye.